that pressure by the sand. February 10, it's the boy, but I'm still the man. Come and get your mans. I don't know. First you cut their hands, then you took the stand. It's a joke, but you say you real. I don't understand. Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I'm Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. This song is called Can't Have Everything with Drake. Drake, uh, off his new album, More Life. More Life. Thank you very much. I already forgot it. So, in the studio today, I have... Um, Ryan Stanford, a new guy that's never been on the show, but he has a lot of knowledge when it comes to sports. Ryan, uh, thanks for making your first appearance here on Off the Cuff, man. How's it going today? It is going great, man. I'm. Uh, it's, it's great to be here. You know, I look forward to blessing you guys with some knowledge. I, I appreciate it, man. He is going to bless us with some knowledge. And then we have Josh Bryant, a familiar voice that's been on the show. Josh, thanks for having me, as always. How's your day going? It's going well. You know, just enjoying a beautiful Saturday here in Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah. So it is a beautiful Saturday. Well, a lot to get to. You know. And uh, I'm very excited because I get to hear Ryan's takes on some of these topics. And, you know, whenever we have a new voice on the show, it's always more exciting. You know what I mean, Josh? Of course. Of course. It brings new personality to the show. It does. Making me blush. Uh, so let's just make a big boom right here. Aaron Hernandez, Brian. Uh, you know Aaron Hernandez. I think that it's a story that's very tragic. He was on a team with Tom Brady. He was a Super Bowl champion. He more. was a... Multi-millionaire, and now, I mean, he's dead. He went to prison. I mean, it's just a sad story. So, do you think that he did commit suicide? Yeah, I don't. I don't buy into the, uh, you know, all the, you know, conspiracy theory stuff. I just uh, what is one, please? Well, I mean, some people are saying that he either was murdered in prison, committed suicide. I mean, the story is he committed suicide. I know, but that. the conspiracy theories. As Ryan was saying, was that the cops killed him in prison? That okay. he was murdered in prison? So it was supposed to be a distraction for political agendas and things like that. Hmm. But I, yeah, but apparently he wrote suicide notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah he wrote John three sixteen on his head too, or something. Yeah, and he also wrote a suicide note to a gay lover. Did you know that? No, I did yeah. not. Yeah, his boyfriend in jail. Yeah. yeah, his boyfriend in jail. Of course. Well, you know they say jail changes everyone. They do, they do. I mean, <laughs> so if you was in jail for like fifteen, sixteen no. years, you don't think so, Josh? You'd go. No, that's all. You come there, you get the question out. You can't. Even get the question out. No, sir. <laughs> yeah, I would be very, very familiar yeah, with yeah. Pamela Henderson. Jurgens on deck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you don't buy into the conspiracy theories. Well, no. I just think it's something that, you know, it's for everybody to uh, learn from the situation. Like, his story is he went to prison because he wanted to murder his wife. No, uh, he killed a man, killed Odin Lloyd, which was a, uh, like a semi-pro uh, like football player. And uh, he was also, like, after that came out, he was accused of uh, two other murders. Um, and then uh, then you also had something come out from a guy down in Florida he supposedly beat up and, and things of that nature. So it was, uh, he literally killed a man, um, was found guilty of it, Odin Lloyd. Lloyd and then uh, right after the suicide, or right before the suicide, he was just, uh, um, they found him not, not guilty of the two other murders. Um, and then so... Um, his original uh, conviction for the murder of Odin Lloyd was an appeal. So, I think if anything, it's money related. I don't think it's a conspiracy or anything like that. I think they're looking for there's a clause in that contract or you know in the in the law in that? UMass as far as uh, trying to uh, we're trying get to put on the show paid, here. Calm so. down. Yeah. So uh, I'm sorry. We very, have a, very, we have a, a wild, wild, wild very, fan. A wild fan. Very good point. Oh my god! Off the car. <laughs> <laughs> Take my panties. 
<laughs> very good, uh, very good point, Ryan. And uh, so, I, I mean, it is just one of those things, man. That was just very unfortunate. I hope people learn from it, Zach. You know what I mean, Zach? Collins. Absolutely. I mean, if you can't learn from one thing. Aaron Hernandez. You can learn from one thing. It's that. Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, tragic. Yeah, very tragic. 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 Very tragic, yeah. If you could sum that up in one word, it'd be tragic. I think so. It would be tragic. Tragic is the one word that I would use to describe it. The big story here, though, (laughs) of course, it's not like Aaron Hernandez is not a big story, very sad story, but the big story of what's really happening is the NBA playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the NBA playoffs. Uh, who who do you got winning that, Josh? Do you have a champion in mind yet? I, I guess Warriors almost. Mm. I mean, they look like the favorites. Steph Curry getting a second championship. So, it very well could happen. So, if he gets a second championship, does he go into the conversation of being one of the greats? Does he go into the conversation of being one of the greats? Two rings? Is that all it takes now? I mean, does he go into the conversation? Yeah, I think two rings would... Would make you into the conversation, oh. especially if you've led the. He team. has to continue his three point accuracy as well, and, and which he and has, break, and break that record. Yeah, and then if he finishes with two rings, then I would consider him one of the better ones, one yeah. of the best players. Yeah, maybe top ten, top fifteen. Carl Malone has zero rings, and he's one of the greats. So yeah, it's not just, it's not he's got to break some records with that. Listen. He can't just get rings with players okay. that are so great. Yeah. He has broken a lot of three point records. He's not only broken them; he's shattered them. I mean, by like. Hundred plus, he has. And does it for single season? But he has a goal. But I want to see him do it for the whole career. He will. He, I mean, he had the ankle issues early on. In his he looks career, healthy now that he's beyond that. I think. Uh, I think he'll be. He fine. looks much more healthy. But you know what? Kevin Durant's on the team. He's going to show him a thing or two as well. Yeah, you know. So, but is that who you think is your the favorite to win it this year too, Ryan? The Warriors. No, give, I like the Cavs. You like the Cavs. Man. I like the Cavs. I just uh, when you look at the best player on the court when those two players play or those two teams play, I think you're still looking at LeBron James. And yeah, I just think I don't know, man. It's gonna it's gonna take. It'll be a great series. I mean, they blew it last year, um, but it'll be interesting to see if uh, it'll be a close one, man. I wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors won it, but I think the Cavs right now they they've put Deron Williams is a great addition and uh, he's looked really good off the bench. And I mean they they. Added a few other pieces, so it'll be interesting. Well, Rod, you bring up a good point. I went and saw him live a couple weeks ago, and uh, I saw the biggest comeback in NBA history, actually. 26 points. 26 points. LeBron scored 40, and it's hard to argue against you. I think the Warriors just, I don't know, they think they're just a little deeper, I guess, than the superstars. But, man, they look good. The Cavs look good to, to meet them there and make it a game seven. So you actually got to see LeBron James play live. He scored 40 points. I think he had a triple He did. Does he play better live? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Does he look better live? Yeah. He probably could you see 15, facial expressions? He could have 15, 20 assists. But you know what? Sometimes a player holds the ball too long. Sometimes he takes too many dribbles. And he takes that assist away. Yeah, well, so. <laughs> I think LeBron James, I, it's kind of ridiculous and absurd to me that he's not even in the conversation to be MVP. I don't understand exactly. the thing about the MVP. Like, are we not giving it to the best player anymore? I'm confused. I guess we get tired of greatness. It's most valuable, and then value in the NBA is wins. Okay. And, I mean, I kind of see your point now that I defined that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, LeBron, he's got Kyrie and Kevin Love, and you hate to hold that against him. Um, I would vote for Harden. Because I think he's solely responsible for without Harden, Houston probably doesn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, Thunder though, you think without Westbrook, do you think they no, they wouldn't win, make the playoffs either. Do you think but, they win twenty games without? Well, they'd be right about twenty. How many? How many players do you think that are on Oklahoma that would start for Houston's team without Harden? Yeah, um, do you, you think any of them would start over any of the starters that are in Houston? Mm-mm. 
I would start Owen okay. Depot over him. Yeah, I'd probably start. You could see like Owen Depot coming off the uh, or starting well, Ariza coming off the bench. Would Steven Adams not start too almost? Ah, uh, Capel's played him. Yeah, Capel's okay. consistent. Okay, you just I mean, can't play them. can't play him side by side. Hell, I'd take Nene before I'd take Steven Adams up and down. Ooh. I mean, like you never know what you're going to get with Steven Adams. He had one good game. He had one good game in the playoffs. You take Nene. It's not just a game. game. He's put a career together. Yeah, pretty probably just Oladipo. Fourteen years in the NBA. I think so. Five yeah, years. you'd have one out of five people that you'd start. So I think the Thunder would be worse off without that guy. So when you look at MVP, most valuable player, it's that team, a team that still made the playoffs even as a six seed that maybe didn't win fifty games, but where would they be? I mean, everyone thought they were going to be down in the dumps without Durant. They make that Ibaka trade. They bring in Oladipo. What about turnovers? Russell Westbrook gets a lot more turnovers. Dude, he has to control the ball. He has to dominate the ball. He's the point guard, right? Harden gets turnovers too. Westbrook gets more assists. I'm sorry, Harden gets more assists, doesn't he, too? He brings the ball. He leads the NBA in assists, and and Westbrook is a point guard. Yeah, but you know. I mean, Harden pretty much played point guard most of the year. I just like to argue it. I don't know. I think Harden has an argument there, bro. Because Harden's not a natural point guard like Russell Westbrook, and he's not. Played it his whole career, and now he averages more assists. Say, I would say Russell's more of a scoring guard. I wouldn't even say he's more of a natural point guard. But that's you're, that's, Honestly, your, that's, that's what the position he's been playing yeah, his whole life. Both, is not, both of them are more. Right? There's a lot of players that are playing positions that they're not really natural to, but they're in those positions because of their body type. When you look at guys like uh, Harden, Westbrook, LeBron, even uh, Antetokounmpo a little bit. I mean, oh, they Kawhi Leonard before we mentioned Antetokounmpo. Kawhi Leonard, sure. Um, they all do so much Fantasy more bias. than... Uh, yeah. Than just one thing. I mean, they really don't fit in a traditional position unless they're all just ball handlers. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things. I mean, I think that the MVP should be um, someone who plays both sides of the ball. Excuse me. I think it, I think it should be Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. I think that he is the best player right now. Uh, in the NBA, I think that LeBron James, of course, he's one of the greatest of all time. But I think currently playing at his well. At his level, his season's over. He just lost out of the playoffs. I but just want to, the, the way he ended the MVP, the way he ended his season, the way he, you know, he played in the in the finals, and what he did with a really crappy, really crappy Oklahoma City team. I just think it should be in the conversation to be MVP over over uh, James Harden, even though he's been doing some unbelievable things. MVP has never won less than fifty games, nor has he broken the turnover record in a single season. But that's what Russell Westbrook's going to do. It's one of those things. Like it's kind of ridiculous that LeBron's not even in the conversation. Because Josh, you said that people don't want to see it because they're bored. So that's what we're doing now. We just get tired of it, me after year after year. And sometimes it's, it's like not disguised as greatness; it's disguised as um, repetitiveness. Something that you just see every day, and you don't you don't see it as as uh, something you've just grown used to. But it. the best player is the best player. Why why are we going on what people want? He's to averaging see? career it be highs the best and assists and rebounds, and he's not even considered for the I would agree with that argument like nine times out of ten. But this year, I think truly the best player is Russell Westbrook. I think right. He is, I agree with that. In most people's eyes, the front runner and stuff. And I mean, I understand the argument with Harden. I wouldn't be surprised if Harden won. I wouldn't care either way. Yeah. But I think when you talk about the records that he broke as far as the turnovers and things like that, also talk about the records that he broke as far as the triple doubles. As what, like a six-two, six-three point guard, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, like even the the, the guard position is overrated. Uh, you have so many hybrid players these days and stuff. So, um, but uh, yeah, I mean the turnovers, it's a lot. But when you have to dominate the ball as much as he did in Oklahoma City to force that offense to move, I mean, I understand the turnovers. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either way if Harden won it, Kawhi won it. Um, I mean, they're all deserving of it. So it, it's unfortunate that all these players are having this great of a season while other players are doing such great things as well. And that goes back to the Harden and Westbrook debate. You know, no one's average triple-double in years, but 
Harden's never got as many triple doubles as he had. LeBron's never averaged as many rebounds and assists as he had. All these players are having great seasons while other players are having great seasons. They would win MVP in other seasons. If Harden won the NBA championship this year, he has to be MVP, right? Well, I don't think they wait that long. They've already voted. They do. Have so they? The votes are so already in. When did they announce it? Uh, I'm not sure exactly when it would be announced, but I know they've already voted. But they're changing because so. now they have a show this year. They need to change Drake's that. Host, Drake's hosting the show at the Until end of the year. it's over. You know that? Drake's hosting the well, show at the end of the year. MVP is a separate Yeah, so you have a finals MVP, and then you have your mm-hmm. NBA pretty much regular season awards. So your most improved, you know, yada, yada, yada. So, but that's all, I mean, based on the regular season. You vote directly after the regular season. So before anybody saw the first round and saw what Harden and Westbrook, you know, did either way, you know, um, you know, granted, Houston's won at this point. Like it, it's already been voted for. So, um, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised either way if Harden won or Westbrook. So. Both deserving candidates. At the end of the day, one maybe more. I just hope they don't do a co MVP. That's that's such a cop out. They've never oh, done yeah. it before, so that'd be terrible. I'm pretty sure they did that. In the a NFL second one place. Time. Yeah, it's like Peyton Manning. Something and that NFL would do. It was like Peyton Manning and Steve McNair or some bullshit like that. No, somebody's got to win. It's not most valuable players. You know, speaking of the NFL, have you been watching the draft? Yeah, yeah. This is my first time I've ever watched the NFL draft, and I'm not embarrassed to say that. I was, I was going to say there. It is no surprise to my off the cuff audience that I do not watch football that much. I just started getting into college football more and more. I've been watching college football since like 2007. See, that's what Matt Jones does. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. He, up there, he, he has no idea about yeah, football. Like, but uh... <laughs> yeah, um, but I have been watching it since 2007. But this, but. Past couple of years, I find it interesting. Like when I'm watching the NFL draft, I'm like, "Ooh, I know some of these players. I know who. I know who's getting caught up here to the podium." But um, what I liked is the fact that Chicago Bears took the North Carolina quarterback because it was his hometown. You know, he's oh, coming. Man. He's coming back, and it was a surprise. He was supposed to be number eight or nine, but he went number two. I think it was a great because you know why? You know why they picked him? It's because he throws in the NFL, Zach. That's an important skill for a quarterback. <laughs> you, you, you have to be able to throw. You have to throw because the NFL is a long passing game. Nobody likes to run. Who wants to run? Well, you're seeing throw. that more. It's more of a up tempo. But mm-hmm. no, I think that was a terrible move to be honest. With the kids, they gave up King's ransom to get a player that they could have gotten in the third. I think that dude's Jay, Jay uh, Cutler 2.0. Yeah, I mean, they could have got 49ers <laughs> yeah. were going to get Solomon Thomas either way. So you traded, you know, like I think, you know, like a third or fourth or some crap like that or fourth and sixth and then like a future. And I mean, like, why would you give up that for, you know, move up one spot? You know, on a, you know, the 49ers were set on Solomon Thomas. I mean, that had been rumored all along and every mock draft I've seen pretty much since, you know, like. The season ended, so I just don't know why you would give up that much to move up one position to get a player that. I mean, you just went out and you paid Mike Glennon all this money to come in. You sign, I believe, Mark Sanchez to be your backup. You're not looking great there, but Mike Glennon's young, so give him a few years before you go out and actually, you know, waste all this stuff to get. And then you could have got the guy in the third overall place. You didn't have to, you know, give up much to get, you know, move up one spot. So mm-hmm. right. I'm I'm completely opposite direction with you. On that one, I think it's a, a terrible move by the Bears, which I'm not surprised by that franchise. <laughs> the Bears. What a franchise to go to. I would be happy to go to the, a franchise like the Bears. It's like Oakland. Yeah. The old Oakland. Soldier Field's really cool. I have seen the outside of Soldier Field. It's like the Col- like a modern coliseum. Yeah. But then in the inside, they they just have crap. <laughs> and that's on the on the field product. They haven't been good since they got rid of Lovey Smith. 
No, that was such a terrible thing. Fire him after a 10 win season. I was a little surprised that Deshaun Watson was the second quarterback. He was the third. Was he the third? Mahomes got, they, uh, the Chiefs traded yeah. up to get Mahomes, which I thought was a good move. Alex Smith, you saw what this guy's giving you. Mahomes looked great well, at Texas Tech. Now, granted, everyone looks great at Texas Tech. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because they're freaking throwing the ball 80 times a game. But uh, as, the, as the resident Chiefs fan on the Off the Cuff panel here, i got to weigh in on that. <laughs> not a bad move, though, in my opinion. I mean, the, the coaching staff was just raving about uh, Mahomes. They, they traded up specifically to get him. They were worried that somebody else was, was going to pick obviously. him. And then we obviously, we got to have somebody to replace Smith. Um, and it's good. I think it'll be good for him to actually, they're going to sit him on the bench for a little while. There's no controversy. But like you said, Texas Tech has just had quarterback after quarterback after quarterback come out that looked great in college because they were thrown for 500 yards a game on 60 attempts. And I don't, I can't think of one of them that's panned out. I mean, like Kingsbury maybe was the best one. And what did he do in the NFL? Nothing. No. Yeah, Graham Harrell. I, I mean, it's been quarterback after quarterback there. But no, I, uh, I think Mahomes, I don't know. And teams are desperate for quarterbacks these days because you don't see the same quality quarterback depth you used to see maybe 10 years ago. Um, so, I mean, you, you reach on quarterbacks that you wouldn't have reached on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, like, that's uh, – I think all three were lucky enough to come into a situation. Besides Watson, I think he's going to overcome Savage pretty quickly, which uh, I think Watson's going to be a really good player there. But, um, uh, you know, the other two quarterbacks at least came into situations where they can sit back. Mahomes can sit behind Smith and uh, – um, you know, Trubisky can sit behind uh, Mike Glennon for a year. So I don't even see that last in a year. I think Trubisky has to be starting by we kind of marinate in the system, or you know, or so. so. Uh, let's talk about Kentucky football for just a second. Uh, do you think any of those players from the team are going to go in, into the draft? I mean, we're still not completely finished. I think we still got two more rounds to go currently yeah, in live time. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't follow it. I was going to give you a hot take about all the whole draft things, big circus. I mean, I like the NFL. The draft's just overblown. But has Toth not been drafted yet? Not yet. No. Wow, and that's surprising. Yeah. Boom would be the other Is guy. It we'll see guys get taken yeah, up. What was he first? All, first team All-SEC center? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he's been snatched up yet. But, I mean, even, you know, these guys will get picked up as undrafted guys. And, I mean, uh, you know, if you're good enough to play, even as an undrafted you know person, you'll be able to go in there and show out. So, I think, uh, you know, I'm really cheering for Boom. I think it was a bad decision to leave just because the, the running back class was so deep this year. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I mean, I don't blame him either. You know, we've uh, we've used and abused that man for a few years here until last year when we got Benny Snell coming along. So um, I wish him the best. But, yeah, it's going to be uh, – I mean, that class is deep, so I wouldn't be surprised if he goes undrafted. But he'll get picked up. It's going to be tough for Boom to – well, like it's it's a harsh reality after you after the draft's over and you haven't been drafted. I mean, what do you do? Where do you go from there? Do you just try to get picked up by another team, well, like a practice team? You train. Um, there's some other leagues you can play in. I mean, it's not like minor leagues like baseball or basketball have, but you can play arena or, football. Boom might be Boom would be the top player that'd be good in arena, I think. But well, the money's not great. Well, not just that. I mean, but your NFL teams are allowed to have, I believe, 90 players on their roster up until a certain point. So you bring in. Every team will go out and sign four or five undrafted free agents, and they'll bring them in just to see what they have and to test them. So, I mean, if he goes in there and he shows out, which, I mean, he's going to contribute on special teams, I believe. Um, you know, he'd be, I mean, with that speed, he'd be a good gunner. You know, he could return some kicks. Um, and, I mean, he could, you know, maybe be a specialty guy. So, I don't think uh, he's going to get picked up as an undrafted guy, no doubt. Uh, I'd be willing to bet my next paycheck on that. Absolutely, man. I, I think that I'd like to see um, I'd like to see more Kentucky players get in there. I think next year, I think we're going to probably have a little bit more conversation about the NFL draft with Kentucky players. I, I think that you know, 
just looking at some of the players that are currently on the roster, I could see um, uh, my dude Mike Edwards getting looked at in the draft. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Safeties are going – I mean, literally, safeties are flying off the board this year because a lot of those guys end up – if they don't turn out to paint out to be, you know – uh, anything on defense, they're at least contributing on special teams because they're used to kind of, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. um, safety is flying off the board this year. And Benny Snell. Uh, Benny, yeah. He's yeah, I mean, he, he's just he's just raw. I love Benny Snell. He just runs right through everybody. Yeah, he's man. a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, man. So, I mean, there'll be a lot more conversation. Well, Zach, it's great to have you, man. Just yeah, come popping in mid-show. Pop in mid-show, man. The mid-show. I had no idea you guys were on the air. It's when the I... mid-show. He's <laughs> having to walk by the studio on this beautiful yeah. day. Yeah, and you were like, I wonder what they're doing. In there, and then you walk uh, in. So we well, I'm a friend of the show. I can go in there and find out. <laughs> we, we work weekends here too. On, and look, you became a part of the panel. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. I, well, is this a panel? Need more panel. We, <laughs> it's a panel. If we were if we were on a cable news network, we would all have our own little box, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, one of us would be in the top right corner, and one of us in the top. But would it be left. Fox News or CNN? I mean, that's the big question. <laughs> I, don't know. I think if it was up to Adam, we'd be uh, we'd be Fox News. Probably, but, uh, probably. I think the other three in the group are picking CNN. It depends on whether we have one MSNBC, one token liberal, or one token conservative. You know, man. Speaking of Fox News, let me you just, know what? Let, <laughs> let me do this. We got five more minutes left. Let me bring this up really quick, Bill O'Reilly. Oh, got, shit. Got, <laughs> Bill O'Reilly got fired from Fox News. He, he did. He got he fired, and he—it's he just crazy. Like when you watch, they still called the Factor. It's yeah. not called the O'Reilly Factor, but they still call it the Factor. So they've removed his name. So when it comes on every night, well, yeah. the Factor comes on, and he's not there. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, it's crazy. This man for years built this program up, created it. It was his program, and they just removed him. Well, yeah. And call it the factor, and it's just it's weird to watch Fox News without Bill O'Reilly. I hope he goes to CNN and says, "Fuck you, Fox News." He probably he will get picked up by another network. Uh, no <laughs> doubt, I, no doubt. And I will say that if I was ever going to have a show on like cable TV, I would call it the Adam Bank Show because you can't replace the you can't replace the Adam Bank Show with another. <laughs> they just call it the show. Then. Yeah, they just call it the show. It would just be called I would the, watch show. the show. <laughs> the Banks Factor. The Banks Factor. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so yeah, that's how it would go. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to the show. I want our producer to chime me out with some more Drake. Yeah, if I think he, can he might get be it ready. Yeah, is he ready? More Drake? Yeah, more Drake. Well, we're out of Drake. So, so what do you have then? <laughs> well, you know, you just got music. What is this? I'm about to start rapping. Just Terrible. Ed Sheraton shaping me. No, that's not what it is. It's- Oh, <laughs> 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 Alright, well ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you on the next episode of Off the Cuffs. Off the Cuffs is still in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> <laughs>